This is live from Nashville on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. From the corners of the country, from the cities and the farms, with the years and years of living topped up underneath their arms, walk away from everything just to see a dream come true. So God bless the boy to make the noise on 16th Avenue. With a million-dollar spirit and an old flat-top guitar, they drive to town with all they own in a hundred-dollar car. Cause one time someone told them about a friend of a friend they knew who owns you no way studio on 16th Avenue. Now some are born to money They've never had to say survive And others swing a nine-pound hammer Just to stay alive There's cowboys, drunks, and Christians Mostly white and black and blue They've all dialed a phone Collect a home in 16th Avenue But then one night in some empty room Where no curtains ever hung Like a miracle Some golden words rolled off of someone's tongue And after years of being nothing They're all looking right at you And then for a while you go in style On 16th Avenue Oh, it looks so uneventful, so quiet and discreet. But a lot of lives were changed down on that little one-way street. They walk away from everything just to sing for me and you. So God bless the boy who made the noise on 16th Avenue. God bless all the girls who make the noise down on 16th Avenue. From the corners of the country, from the cities and the farms, with the years and years of living tucked up underneath their arms. Well, that's the good friend, Miss Lacey J. Dalton. The song is 16th Avenue. And welcome to this very first edition of Live from Nashville. I'm your host, Gary Holt, and joining me is my beautiful co-host, Mary Kay Holt. Mary Kay, how are you this morning? I'm great. I can't believe we're doing it. We've talked about this show for a while. Well, we have. It's fun to see it all come together. It is coming together in a big, big way. And, uh, you know, we're really tickled to have this first show rolling today. The show will air every Saturday at noon Central Standard Time, and then it's available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeart, 
Radio and Spotify. So you can listen to it anytime around the world. But uh, we're really excited to have the show. We're going to be featuring country music, Americana, gospel, and bluegrass on this particular show. And uh, we're really, really excited, Mary Kay, to have our very first guest today. And that's going to be Mr. Jared Rogerson from Wyoming. And Jared is kind of along the ilk of uh, Cody Johnson and Aaron Watson. Um, and what was that other old cowboy's name? That was in the rodeo business a few years ago. Chris you remember Ledoux. who that was? Would that be Chris <laughs> Ledoux? Well, that's kind yeah. of what Jared reminds us of. So we're going to have a big time yes. talking with Jared in the first part of the show. And then in the second part of the show, Miss Sarah Pierce is going to be joining us. And we're going to have a great time talking with this young Texas girl. But uh, they all have a Nashville. And this is live from Nashville. We're going to be listening to a song from Jared right now called I'm Not All Right. When we come back, we'll be talking with Jared today on Live from Nashville.
Well, welcome to Live from Nashville. Um, this is Mary Kay Holt, and we want to welcome very, very Nashville, a wonderful, wonderful um, singer-songwriter coming all the way to us from Wyoming. Welcome, Jared Rogerson. How are hey, you? Hey, thank you so much. I am doing so great, and I can't believe uh, what an honor it is to be on the very first show of yours. This is just so cool. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's it's just a delight to have you. Um, you know, Gary and I are we just love music and Gary has been in the industry for a long, long time on the radio side and I've been in the industry on the on the performer artist side like yourself. And we have a deep love for for music. And when we hear artists that just excite us, we wanted to be able to have a a you know, a stage to kind of shine a light on, on, on what you're doing. And so, um, I just, I just love your music. I really could hear that Chris Ledoux influence in your music. Can you tell us a little bit about your musical influences? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I've, uh, always loved writing songs. You know, I grew up writing songs. Mostly it was, uh, you know, just changing the words to well-known songs like kids do. But uh, as as time went on, I, I always wrote and wrote. And, uh, and uh, you know, eventually uh, it turned into something something uh, real and something serious. Um, but but I grew up listening to, you know, Chris Ledoux, the old stuff, you know, the, the cowboy tunes, yeah. the old rodeo tunes. Uh, and uh, so so – that that to me that was cowboy music that was western music uh you know he had some pretty rocking tunes in there as well and uh yeah i also grew up rodeo and i, I rode bareback horses as well and uh did a lot of things similar to chris ledoux so i you know there's kind of that influence there and i'll tell you what when we're we're driving down the road with a car full of rough roughies you know rough stock riders uh <laughs> you know we we gotta get we gotta get pumped up so you know we we listen to all the all the hard rock all this stuff and uh, I yeah. think all of that, you know, I love all kinds of music. It just has to be good, really. And uh, so, yes. and, and when yeah. you're in the car that long, you can't listen to the same stuff over and over. So, you know, you really get to listening to every kind of music and, and you fall in love with a lot of different things and have a respect for all kinds of music. And later when you go to, you know, write your own songs and put all that together, you've got the influences. I love blues. I love rock. I love country music. I love Western cowboy music. And it, it all kind of meshes into this mutt of what I call my it music. It does. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, speaking of being a, a rough stock writer, um, when I would go perform at rodeos or whatever, it always, I always, seeing the, the, um, the bronc riders, you know, tumble out of a, an old van, a minivan that they've driven together in, you know, and I always thought it, they just seem to, it seems to be a community, you know, you kind of going down the road together. And uh, so I imagine you got to hear all all different kinds of music with the different guys and gals that you would drive with. I so did, yeah. And, that was, uh, you know, we, that was one of the questions we, I had for you, Jerry, before we move on to the thanks. next song. One of the one of the questions I had is, you know, transi- transitioning from rodeo to a career in music, what lessons from rodeo have really carried over to your music career? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think uh, just the sheer grit 
the try, the determination, the the fact that you love something no matter what, it's what you're going to do. Um, all of mm-hmm. that translated from rodeo to music. Um, and and then I, I would say that there's also things that I learned from rodeo that I where I made mistakes to mm-hmm. correct in, in a music career. I, I wasn't that good of a business person. There is a business side to rodeo, you know, what rodeos to hit, when and where, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and there's a strategy around around all of that and uh and get you know business arrangements and uh, sponsorships all that kind of stuff and uh yeah so so i also see music for me as a sort of a second chance to uh you know kind of fix that part of it and uh and and continue to just do what i love you know wow that is well really i would say that thing that if you learn anything about rodeo and music is that when you get bucked off, you got to get back on again because it's not always easy. And, uh, no. Uh, rodeo no. or music. You get pretty thick skin, I guess. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. And and, yeah. and you you just uh, in in the end of the day, you got to have to be happy with what you did and how you've done and your your effort. And, and that's what you take with you, you know, is is all of that. So you can't you can't sweat too much about what other people think. Sometimes I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear. Well, we're going to get to another song right now. It's one called Moonshine Love. Anything you'd like to tell us about this one? You know, I I am a songwriter first. I I that's my love is is writing songs and and performing songs. And I've got a couple songs that are artists or other songwriters, I guess, that I've, I've co-written over the years. A couple local guys here in uh, my hometown of Pinedale, Wyoming. And this is actually a song that I loved for so long that I didn't write. Uh, two of my buddies wrote this. And they had a, an old band called the Tie Hacks. And uh, <laughs> they were kind of a local Americana uh, group that were just sort of uh, really popular locally. And this was their signature song that, that those guys wrote, John and Nate. And, uh, man, I just loved this song for a lot of years. And then the band sort of devol- dissolved as, as folks moved away, and this song has just kind of been out there. And they never recorded it. They, they never recorded anything, actually. And I just love this song so much, and these guys have remained my friends. And I always knew one day I'd record it. And uh, now's the time. Just a, just a fun, upbeat, happy summer love song. Well, it's a great song. Let's take a listen to it. It's Moonshine Love, Jared Rogerson. We'll be back in just a moment on Live from Nashville. Wild West disciples just passing bottles down that freeway flying to forget about tomorrow. Keeping time to a country jam. I'd walk the line with you, but you got to understand I did that. Shine love, staying up till we're there. Only 
said, I'll do it for fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Fifty dollars? And I said, Oh, is that you know, I was like, Oh, I went too high. And he's like, We'll give you a hundred. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I made double what I asked and uh it all uh, that's great. all took off from there, you know. That is great. So how were you then? You were out of college and, and uh when did you start rodeoing, by the way? What's that? When did you start rodeoing? I started yeah. rodeoing in high school. Yeah, I um I actually didn't start um the high school rodeo till I was like a junior in high school and I started riding bareback horses and saddle bronc horses. Um eventually I uh ended up just sticking with bareback because I was never any good at saddle bronc riding and I did get a scholarship to go to college riding bareback horses and then I started the PRCA when I was I was there and did that uh for a lot of years in a, a few years I did it full time um which was really cool but uh I was also uh going to college and doing that I I even got a master's degree <laughs> and uh wow you know, just, just stayed in, stayed in college for a while and then when I got my master's degree done I was like well I've done like everything responsible I can think of <laughs> so I'm just going to rodeo now <laughs> so so I hit the road for another year and uh and did it full time, and it just just was a blast. Again, no strategy to to anything I rode in. I just kind of bounced around the country to wherever I thought would be a fun, cool place to go, and just one enough to keep my bills paid. Wow, so. you know it's it's <laughs> yeah. amazing because uh, uh, our next guest has, I think she has a medical degree. We'll talk more with her about that. But you have a master's. What's your master's in? It's in um, wildlife disease biology is what i what i went into yeah okay so, all right um so yeah. you you give up what you've planned on or think you've planned on and just follow your dream and i think that's just kind of what i've told my kids i said do what you love and and you'll do okay you know just do what you love so if it's music do what you love and you'll be all right we got a we got a couple of kids. One is uh, our boy is eight, and our daughter is ten. And boy, we have just been preaching that to them mm-hmm. their whole life. Uh, you know, just do find whatever it is you want to do, and you'll figure out how to make money doing it. Just but just Amen. do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We're gonna change gears a little bit. This is not moonshine love. It's one called <laughs> "It Won't Be Me," and tell us about this one, Jared. Oh, this song is a is a unique song. It's a, it's a ballad, and um, I think over the last several years, I think we've all had to take a good hard look at each other. You know, the pandemic, what a deal that was, huh? Um, uh-huh. The challenges, yeah. uh, the controversy, the politics. Um, and I think over that, I just learned that uh, – you just got to make your own decisions and you got to reflect and be confident in what you do and why you do it. And I, I really don't like to engage people and tell other people what they ought to be doing. But if people ask, I'll tell them what I'm doing and why. And that's what really what this song is about. Well, let's take a listen. It won't be me. Jared Rogerson is our special guest today on Live from Nashville.
I want to be there That's why I'm here I don't pretend to know everything Just to be clear I hope to make a lot more memories Give my kids the things they need Well, that's a good enough reason for me It won't be me Wishing I had more time Wishing I made a different choice Wishing I could rewind won't be me saying my last goodbye on the phone. This is my call and no one needs to know. Yeah, I get it. I'd probably be just fine. If I get what's going around, what's heavy off my mind is the people in my life I love. So much life to live Who am I to decide That they don't have more to give It won't be me Wishing I had more time Wishing I made a different choice Wishing I could rewind It won't be me Saying my last goodbye on the and no one needs to know It won't be me Love Music City, 
And um, do you have any connections? Have you been able to do any work here in this city? Uh, a little bit. I, I've <laughs> had some uh, wild conversations over the last 10 years in Nashville um, that haven't materialized. I, you know, every artist probably has these same stories. But uh, I've, I've <laughs> yes. developed a lot of lot of friendships over the years for sure and have a lot of um, connections in the music business. And I've – if, Good. if uh, if for nothing else, at least I've gotten a lot of really good, solid advice over, over that period of time. And that's where I Definitely. do all my recording, there in, right there in Nashville as well. Well, it's a, great, it's a great town for that. And a lot of artists come in um, to record here in Nashville. Um, and like the first time I recorded here, the sound engineer said to me, you must be present to win. I think it's kind of the mecca for us to come back and, you know, do some work here, um, meet with our connections here. And, um, you know, I think, I think that when we say country Western music, we need to remember that the word Western is in that, is in that title as well. So what you bring, what you bring to music and what you can bring to the Nashville scene is that authentic Western story, you know, that you have, that you lived. So just so oh, appreciative you so of you being on the show today. And what what we really I, tried to do this year is to bring videos to the music. I've I've finally learned that music doesn't exist if it doesn't have a video to it anymore. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> we've uh You've got some great ones. Released a song every month and we put out some awesome videos. So that's uh, something new this year and that's what we're doing from here on and, and it's been incredible and it's been a lot of work but it's been pretty re- rewarding for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's ambitious. Video takes time, time for editing, and uh, but that's that's great. So where can where can we all find the videos and your tour schedule? Um, where can we hire you for a hundred dollars? That's that's right. <laughs> uh, my website is the is the place to look for me, JaredRogerson.com, and I'm in all the places though. Um, YouTube, if you want to check out my videos. <laughs> Jared Rogerson on YouTube, Spotify, uh, you know, is, is always a great place to go. It's convenient and you can check out all this stuff there. And, uh, boy, when you hit the, the follow and subscribe, you hear that all the time and it gets annoying hearing everyone say that, but it really does help so much when, uh, if you like this stuff to, to follow it or subscribe, then I'm on all the social places as well. Jared Rogerson music. Carson, you have been an absolutely great guest, and when you come back to Nashville, give us a holler, because I think I can afford to buy you a cup of coffee, so we'd love to see you. (laughs) Will do. I I, I don't stay away from there too long, so I'll be back soon. All right, look forward to seeing you. So uh, we're going to close this segment out with a song by Jared. It's one called Time Spent in the Saddle. Jared Rogerson, thanks so much for kicking things off with us for live from Nashville. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jared. Thank you so much. Yeah. Kind of weather looking out across the vast and empty land. Swinging 
enough to ride Covering ground on a mountainside There is no better use of my time But I'm stuck here in this city Looking round, it ain't pretty I can see the hell that dropped up out of greed And all the hate and misunderstanding Wish I was back home where they put down Their phone to help someone Weapon in a battle Some spend their time getting wasted Others waste their time just spending On things that are way overrated We're all fighting in war On a river called life Can't slow the flow of time with a paddle guest he was, and we are so excited, Gary Holden and I, to invite our guest, and I apologize for the technical difficulties that we seem to be having, but we want to welcome our very next guest from the Hill Country of Texas. Um, we got to hear this wonderful woman play in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, at the International Western Music Association, and as soon as we heard her play and sing, 
and met her wonderful husband, we thought we've got to be friends with this incredible artist. So please welcome Sarah Pierce. How are you, Sarah? I'm great. How are you? I'm hey, Sarah. Good. good. Hey, Gary. How are you? Good, good. I don't know what's going on with that, that cackling sound we get every now and then. I, I was blaming it on Mary Kay, but I actually think it's something else. So anyway, we'll, we'll overcome that. Boy, the kid you just talked to is great. Jared, isn't he amazing? Nice song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good well, for you're, you're great. You're absolutely well, great. And uh, well, we've got you. a whole lot to talk about. And that goes right today. back at you guys. Well, thanks very much. <laughs> thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, Mary Kay, I took it away from you, so go right ahead. Oh, oh no! Well, I yes, you know, I I love Sarah's music. I feel like um, when I heard you, I felt like I maybe found it's like finding a treasure. You know, I just oh. really related to your songwriting. Um, the thing that I appreciate about your music, Sarah, is that it just feels it feels very authentic and honest. Um, I was thinking, I was listening to one of your songs, and I thought about something Adele said. She said, keep your heart safe and your music dangerous. <laughs> and, there you go. <laughs> and I, just, I feel like in your songwriting and your music, you not only are the songs well-crafted, but they, it seems like you put an effort in for honesty. And so I guess my first question, um, and well, you can answer the question, and then we'll be listening to one of your songs, but in in what ways do you think being an artist requires courage? Wow. How can you – I'm used to the old radio shows where, I, where all this, the questions are the same. You're so good. Um, and I just want to say, Mary Kay, when I first heard you sing, I about fell out of my chair. You are <laughs> fabulous. That big old voice, holy my goodness, oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> so, I, I, well, I, I don't – God, courage, I don't ever think about it as being um, uh, courageous in any way. I, I guess I, I'm just there saying what I think, and I know that every time I start a new record, um, I'm always scared that I won't come up with any songs. And and my yeah. husband's like, well, where did the others come from? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just <laughs> their life. Uh, I, I think, every, I don't know, but as far as my writing goes, it's it's just – it's life. It's what's out there, um, and it's and it's hoping to um, help people in whatever way it can. Um, you know, I, I tell stories about the horses and, and growing up as a cowboy's mm-hmm. kid, and um, I think it's just you know your relatability um, and just letting people know that you you are there for them. It's very important. Yes, definitely. You know, um, can I get to a song? I, you, can I get to a song? Yeah, I was about to say. Can I get to? Let, let me get to a song. Because our audience needs to actually hear what we're talking about. Yeah. We do need to hear something that we're talking about, and this is a great song. It's one called "Wild Ones." And uh, Sarah, no. anything you want to say about this? <laughs> well, this I actually, yeah, I I don't know where it came from, um, but uh, no, I do. We, um, I just the women of that time. Uh, Annie Oakley, and, and I'm actually writing three songs right now about the women of the 1930s uh, that were writing and, and what it meant. It, it was, it's, it's, we always think it's tough, but boy, you know, at that time, there wasn't even a road. And um, so Wild Ones, I actually wrote about um, Merle's mom, and, and that's her story. 
And it took a lot oh, of wow. courage for her to load up this kid in a – it was a car. It wasn't a truck. I made that up. But um, <laughs> And drive all the way from Martindale, Montana to San Pedro, California, because she wanted to be a fisherman. So um, lots of bravery there. And, mm. and, again, I don't think – you know, we don't realize there wasn't a road. <laughs> wow. wow. So, wow. yeah. So this is a story of Merle's mom. All right. Well, let's My listen to Wild mom, Ones. Sorry. We'll come back and talk more with Sarah Pierce today on Live from Nashville.
You're listening to Live from Nashville, heard around the world at EquestrianLegacy.net, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts. And our very special guest that we're visiting with is Sarah Pierce, and she's from Texas, great, great singer, and just blew us away the first time we ever saw and heard you, Sarah. It was like, wow, this is like fresh air for us. Yeah, yeah. So I was well, reading a little bit you about your much. bio. Yeah. I was reading on your bio, and uh, yeah. and you kind of got that started at an early age. Oh, well, you remember this. So well, you got you know, started actually, at an early age. You were like yeah. 12 years old when you started playing with your stepdad's band. So tell us about that. How did that happen? Well, when I was in fifth grade, I got kicked out of the choir. Um, because I sang like a boy, because <laughs> I have a low voice, I think. And I'll never forget that teacher's name. Whew, boy, but anyway. So at that point, I loved to sing. And, and you know, like the cattle didn't see, nobody said anything. But um, yeah, yeah. So, I started, so I started hiding in the barn and singing. And I played my, my real dad's guitar, but I, I don't think I played really. I, I don't think I ever knew what I was doing. So as far as I knew, my singing was a secret. And um, then uh, my stepfather, who was a bass player in a country band, and the sheriff, and the PA in that town, <laughs> um, yes, we, yeah, we have to multitask, um, said, you know, you should come sing a song. And I was like, I'm terrible, don't you remember? And um, so I did it. And the first song I sang was Help Me Make It Through the Night. Not that oh, I knew wow. what that meant, but anyway. And wow. uh, I, so I get up on the stage. This was um, one of the, I think it was just a, it was just a bar. I don't know. And um, I start singing and, and my, and I look out and all of a sudden everybody's just staring at me. And I'm like, oh my God, I suck. I suck. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I was sure they were just like, oh my God, what is she doing there? And then finally, you know, when I finally got through the song, I don't know how I kept going because I was just a kid and they're all staring at me. And um, then, you know, they all clapped and I'm like, okay, never again. <laughs> but um, I, I did keep going from there. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, wow. So did you continue to play with him for a while or, or talk about your musical journey just a little bit? I did with him a little bit. Um, and, uh, then, uh, one thing, yeah, my parents made me do, which was a good thing. Um, you know, I went to school, I went away to prep school, um, in high school. Um, and then I started singing again. I went to, uh, the university of Illinois and, and took voice there and, um, okay. you know, just kind of tried to hang on to it. Then, uh, strangest thing, I got accepted to medical school at Emory University. I think I had oh, applied wow. and then kind of not really thought about it. And then all of a sudden, I got this letter that said, come on. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, so I went and did that. And then as soon as I got done with that, I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to sing again. And um, But I didn't know what to do. And, and a, a, then I'm an adult. You're thinking, huh, there must be something to this. I need to do something more than just sit in my bedroom and sing. So um, I got a hold of, boy, this is long story stuff. I'm sorry. Um, That's all right. When my mom thought that I was going to be a little prodigy and she was going to make money, she um, left her job and went to Boulder CU and took some courses in tour management and um, I think mixing on live. Wow. And so when I got out of school, I said, hey, who was that guy that taught you those classes? And it was Merle. 
So really? I got Merle's wow. number, and I hunted him down. Yeah, he's older than I am, and uh, he taught wow. my mom classes. Scared her to death, I think. But um, anyway, so uh, I hunted him down, and uh, he was in Phoenix. I was in uh, otolaryngology in Denver then. And so um, we talked every week, and he just said, you know, get a hold of Jim Ratz, great songwriter in Denver. Um, and just kind of, you need to, this is what you need to do. And the next week I'd call him. He said, this is what you need to do now. And over time, of course, we fell in love. And uh, we're still mm-hmm. together at 32 years. But, wow. um, and then, of course, then Merle kind of jumped in. You know, he always made sure that, you know, we always had great bands. And he would um, book our tours around fly fishing destinations. Um, All right. <laughs> smart man. Of course. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, we met Res- Reckless Kelly in Salmon, Idaho. But um, oh, it's, wow. it's um, yeah. So for years, yeah, I finally learned to fly fish after a really bad experience with my first fly rod. Um, but um, uh, yeah. So a lot of times, and then later after that, you know, we we did tours like we were supposed to. But um, and still try and do them <laughs> though it's a different world now. Hi, mom. Certainly, Sorry, I'm out yeah. with the goats. It's too loud inside. Uh, <laughs> That's quite a story, and it kind of reminds me of Mary Kay and my story just a little bit. But, uh, but uh, oh, you guys have such a about, sweet story. I heard it the other well, day. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was like <laughs> pandemic story going on. <laughs> yeah. Instead of thirty-two years, I'm just about two and a half years now. So I'm looking forward to yeah many many more with that this young is lady. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, well you guys are very blessed. Well, thanks. So there is another great song I want to get to right now, and this is one that we heard you perform in Albuquerque, and it just really blew me away. Tell me about Barbed Wire. Barbed Wire. Um, we moved out to out of town. We were in Austin for a while, and then but I always wanted to move out of town. Had the horses. We were boarding the horses. We just wanted to get land, so we came out to Liberty Hill, and I'm looking at it now. And uh, we got 10 acres, which now I wish we had 20, but we got 10 acres. That does keep you busy. And uh, when we were um, clearing before we got the horses out, um, I found some old barbed wire. And it was clearly hand-pounded, hand-twisted, you know, the old. um, So I looked it up. It's called Arrowhead H.C. Scott. And uh, it was actually brought down from Illinois into central Texas to be used. And this is that four-pronged kind of wow, you get stuck on that, you're not getting off. Mm. Um, So I looked at this barber and I'm like, you know what, (laughs) this looks like me. You know, it's old, it's twisted, and it's still working, and and I love it. (laughs) So I cut off a snip of that and I put it on the dining room table, and I'd been in a writing rut for like two years. I just couldn't finish a song. And I'll be doggone, I had like 15 songs in three weeks. It just wow. came out. So somewhere between the barbed wire and my Alvarez guitar, those songs were there. And um, and I still have it on the table now. It's a little slower right now, but we're getting there. Wow. Yeah, wow. Well, this awesome. is a great, great song. <laughs> Let's take a listen to Barbed Wire and come back and talk more with Sarah today on Live from Nashville. You can call me anything you want, and you're probably right. After what he did to me, you may not realize I come from a long line of women 
job done Then we get to the root of the problem And go and get our gun Well, I'm weathered I'm twisted And I'm dangerous as hell I may not look it From a distance Even up close Hard to tell But I can rip you up Or protect you Either way I stand unharmed Girls like me Our mama's raised us To be tough as barbed wire You can say anything you see fit And I'll If you talk behind my back, be ready to stand your ground. For me, time does what it wants. It's the weather I watch close. Like my grandma, I've got the constitution of a bramble rose. I'm twisted and I'm dangerous as hell. I may not look it from a distance, even up close, it's hard to tell. But I can rip you up or protect you. Either way, I stand unharmed. Cause girls like me are mama's raised. Pounded metal in the shape of a shooting star Welcome back to Live from Nashville. That was Sarah Pierce with her wonderful song, Barbed Wire. And uh, Sarah, I love, that's probably one of my very favorite songs of yours. Well, and thank you. um, I just, I just, you know, growing up 
well, spending so much time in the West, I just feel like it's such, um, it perfectly describes the women of the West. And you grew up in Texas, didn't you? For the most part, um, yeah, around the Brady area. Um, we had ranches. The main ranch was actually in Illinois. Um, and then uh, we had the Ken Carl Ranch before it became a, a subdivision uh, outside of Denver. And uh, mm-hmm. let's see, the other one was in West Palm Beach, which sounds crazy too, but there's a lot of grassland in Florida, and we just don't realize it. So we kind of went between the ranches every once in a while. Um, but most of the time was in Brady. Yeah. Basically, just in a funny old, you know, one of those little ranch shacks. Uh, The ranch is still there. It was the Brooks Ranch then. I don't know what they call it now, but I drive by there. Wow. That's interesting. So is that that why you went to boarding school, because you lived away from school? No. Um, Actually, (laughs) let's see. How much should I really say when everybody's going to hear it? Um, We actually (laughs) lived in Colorado at that time. And um, my mom had decided that she um, had other things that she needed to do. She was uh, sled dog racing and and doing things like that. So my my brother and I were um, told to pick one of these schools and pack. And so we went. And, you know, at the time it was, you know, like, wow, wow, yeah, exactly. But best thing that ever could have happened to us. Uh, We went to Fountain Valley School in Colorado Springs. Wonderful school. And um, wow. it, it ended up being a, a fabulous experience. So, yeah, that's how we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, um, well, your song you were talking about, you were talking about a woman's strength, which is a particular kind of strength that really it does differ from men. And it comes Absolutely. from, you know, learning to be flexible, learning um just finding your navigating your way through life as a woman is definitely different than a man. And there is a generational strength that kind of comes to us through our mothers, not just in our direct line, but the women of the communities around us, we kind of glean strength from each other. And um, I just thought that song was just a beautiful and, and, you know, in the beginning of the interview, that's why I asked you about courage because I feel like an underlying thread in in all of the music that I'm familiar with from your catalog really has that thread of courage and strength. Um, and I didn't, maybe, I don't know, do you notice that as well? You know, again, I, maybe it's just because it's that, well, maybe that's what it is. It really is that, you know, you you do what you got to do to get the job done, and then you take care of some extra things if you can. And um, and that's yeah. always been, that's how we grew up. And that's and uh, you were around horses, all, you know, all your life. Yeah. You know, you do yeah. your job. Um, you never eat before the animals. If the animals don't eat, you don't. It, you know, it's just there's that, you have to take care of everything. Um, when uh, my dad left us, my real father, um, you know, he knew he was leaving. And so he got out this 22 and he shot me, shot me. He taught me to shoot. Um, he said, you're going to have to protect your mom. You're out on a ranch. I'm leaving. And so this is what you got to do. And so, you know, it wasn't, I don't, I don't know if maybe you just don't let yourself think it's weird to me to say I'm courageous because that's just too big of an ego. I just, I, wow. But I, but I agree with you that there's this underlying strength 
that, um, and I think all women have it. I really do. We just have it in a different way. Um, And that's part of the beauty of of meeting people. And um, I remember I was at Green Hall one night and this, this lovely woman came up and she said, you know, I love your songs. I do not have the faintest idea what a steer is. But I still love it. <laughs> it's so cute. I, I never had never occurred to me. You don't know what a steer. How can you not know? Doesn't everybody know what a steer is? Well, no, they don't. But um, so I think that that's there. And I also, you know, as I walk out again, Merle's mixing, so I can't be in the house. And um, just we're in this uh, area where we've got these two hundred old, you know, year old oak trees, and they're gnarly, and they're boy, they're fighters. I just, there's just yeah. to me with with us, and no offense, Gary, there's just this kind of, I feel like there's like a vein through the trees and us and just taking care of, this is our earth, it's our land, we take care of it just like we take care of the people around us. Um, it's a very beautiful yeah. and a very lucky thing that we have it. Definitely. So all that blather me, yes, yes I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we listen to another song by Sarah Pierce? Do that. This is called Cowgirls Ride. We'll be back in just a moment on Live from Nashville. (laughs) Girls like us grow up in ponytails and Levi's. Cowboy boots and ball caps Turn our horses on a dime Girls like us drive a pickup And got ourselves a good job We don't need ribbons or pearls Girls like us are cowgirls We fall, we may break, we never lose our faith, we were born that way. Cowgirls ride, girls like us read the weather by the clouds in the sky. Driving with the radio up. Girls like us stick together in good times and bad times. We're ready to take on the world. Girls like us, cowgirls. Isn't 
episode of Live from Nashville. So, Sarah, did the pandemic set you guys back very much from touring and traveling? Oh, yeah. How has oh, this yeah. year been? How has this year been? Um, it, this year's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> the past year, you know, it's still, I think Albuquerque was probably the first time I'd played in a couple of years. Um, oh, wow. It was, yeah, it just. Couldn't uh, tell. You couldn't um, tell. Well, it was um it was a big decision. Uh I also um I'm also uh, in family practice and uh we just didn't know enough for me to go out, take off my mask and spew over all my fans that I love so much. Um and it just it just was too uh I couldn't do it. Um, and so I wrote everybody a letter, and I kept in touch, and uh, it just I just didn't have the heart to do it. Um, and so things seemed to, well, <laughs> they appear to be doing better. And I think, um, you know, I feel a little safer. I just couldn't, I could not hurt the people I love. That just was going to be wrong. Yeah. So I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. lucky they're still there. I sent them a little fan doohickey for this um, show, and I can't tell you. Um, they all, It's like these thou, you know, thousands of people, they write back, and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, we've missed you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I love you. Uh, so, um, but, yeah, we really were careful. Maybe too careful, but, it, you know, making one person sick, you weren't careful enough, so. Anyway, exactly. well, that's true. So I will get and, off my uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, the the uh, the positive thing about the pandemic for me was that that's when Mary and I started talking, and, uh, and so great? I would fly out, and there would be nobody on the plane, but just a few of us. So it was like, <laughs> wow, this is pretty cool, you know. And now it's <laughs> madness again. But uh, yeah. But anyway, so the pandemic had its ups and downs as well. But that so where are you touring true. now? How can people find your music? How can people find you? Basically, it's sarahpierce.com. Um, I'm trying to learn about all that social media stuff, and I'm still afraid, you know, to push print on the computer, but um, I'm getting there. <laughs> and um, we're, we're moving slowly. Uh, we're trying to get uh, a new record done, and we'll probably release. I, I'm sure it'll be late spring, maybe early summer. So that's when we'll really push. Okay. And you know how that is. You find out, you know, what's going on, and then you go there. So uh, I don't yeah. know. We have sporadic gigs through the year, but they're sporadic. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that'll pick up. But uh, the neat thing is. But I want to come up there is, and hear Mary Kay. I well, can't we, wait. Yeah, <laughs> well, we got to show together, these shows, sure. And I'm like, I got to get up there. <laughs> well, you need to come back. You need to come to Nashville and, and visit. Absolutely. And, uh, I tell you, like I told uh, Jared a while ago, when he's back in town, 
I can afford to buy you a cup of coffee anyway. So holler at us. <laughs> well, we'll see, but okay. <laughs> Who knows where it's going? We can, we can split it. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll split a cup of coffee. But anyway, it was so much fun meeting you and, and Merle at uh, uh, Albuquerque. And look forward to seeing you here in Nashville. And uh, uh, hey, I tell you what, we've got the Extreme Mustang Makeover that we're putting on at the Williams right. County Ag Center in June. So you got to put that oh. on your calendar. June yeah. the twenty second through the twenty fourth. Yeah, okay. I will look it up yeah. and check. And right, yeah, we felt the same way about Albuquerque. We are just you. I can't tell you how excited we are to um. You guys as people, uh, we're really looking forward to getting to know you better. You're just we'll you're just forward. lovely. And we I got to thank you so much for thinking about me for this show. For goodness sake, I couldn't believe it. I told my husband I was like a groupie, you know, a 20-year-old groupie. Um, <laughs> I was so excited. So thank oh, you. Gosh. Well, you're so welcome, right, you and guys. thanks for being part of this first show, and we've just loved this. I am you. honored. Well, Please we're going to close this segment well. out with, uh, with another song from Sarah called I Ride. You want to tell us anything <laughs> about this before we go, Sarah? Well, I'll keep it really short because I know you're dreading. Um, this is about my first horse, my bay mare that I got when I was five, Gigi. And it really is our story. I rode her with a halter and bareback, and I rode her every day. And we went on adventures every day. She was my best friend. Well, I've had one that. of those. I know. I know how that is. Well, let's take a listen yeah. to I Ride. It's by Sarah Pierce. Sarah, we love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Love you too, guys. Uh huh. Okay. Love you, Sarah. <laughs> Back at you.
throw a head a little and look back at me Albuquerque. Woo-hoo. Ten years we've been doing that. 
Mary Kay, and you know that because you've been a guest on that show, Campfire Cafe, for probably eight or nine years. And it's uh, like yeah. you were one of my favorite guests always. <laughs> well, thank you. Always, always, always. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure and tell your friends about this show live from Nashville. And we'll be bringing more guests from uh, Nashville on the air. Uh, again, we'll be playing music that you will love and introducing you to some of our favorite people out there. We're going to close out the show today. It's been a lot of fun, Mary Kay. And we look forward to doing this again next Saturday. But right now, we're going to listen to a song from Sarah Pierce to close this with. It's one she did called Tumbleweed Dreams. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Saturday on Live from Lubbock, 40 years ago, there was nowhere to go but your mind. Bobby and his friends would go there daily just to pass the time. Broomstick ponies, rope and tumbleweed. Under heaven's sky Built corrals to keep those doggies in As the wind howled through the night Tumbleweed dreams Child's footprints in the sand Took a boy to a man Ten years later Bobby married Sue And they had two boys of their own Bobby to watch their imagination Take them far from Chasing tumbleweed and scouting trails Pretending the Calvary had won They'd lay awake and pray the wind wouldn't come And set their doggies on Took a boy to a man
burnt their skin, stung their eyes, dried their water For sixty days, day was night On the sixty-first day, Bobby loaded the truck with his boy and his wife Said they'd drive till the wind stopped blowing And there they'd make new Bobby found a new home And oh, how those boys did grow From chasing tumbleweed to chasing their dreams Had their own road home The boys come home every once in a while And share the old Those three men set their sights on the Caparot And let their minds run free To chase the tumbleweed 